The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Everyone, welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host Scott Edwards, and with me today for a very special episode is none other than Six Star. Six Star, how are you doing today on this fine Thursday morning? I'm doing great. Um, I truly do not think there is a better way to start my day here than to talk about stardom. Yeah, I, I. I I think it's the best way to start every Thursday. That's why I do it. Um, and this past week has been as newsworthy as a week can be, I think, without having a major stardom event to roll off of. Of course, last week was the review of Stardom Dream Queendom, which everyone can check out on YouTube for free if they'd like us. Six Star was on there and a lot of others, and we talked about what was a tremendous show. But this week... It happens, folks. It has officially happened, and we'll kick it off here as Mercedes Monet, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, officially debuted at Wrestle Kingdom to challenge Kyrie for the IWGP Women's Championship, and that will be going down at Battle in the Valley in San Jose and. She's selling tickets. Let's just say that. She is selling tickets. That place is almost sold out now. Um, six Star, when when that music hit and money was started to be said, uh, what was your reaction to the fact that this was actually happening? Uh, I mean, the moment that like the lights went out, I, I stood up. I was like, oh, it's happening. Like I knew, like we all knew it was happening, right? It's yeah. not something that was uh, particularly a secret at this point, but I was like, right. oh, 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 shit. Oh, oh God. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's Mercedes Monet. It's Sasha, it's, it's Sasha Banks. It's going to wrestle, it's going to wrestle someone. It's going to wrestle Kyrie. Um, and, and then when it, it starts, the music starts playing and you hear Monet, I, I get up. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, my, oh I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking. And then, oh, the, the, the reveal of the gear. It, it is really late at this point. And I have like a bunch of family where I'm staying right now. And I'm like shrieking to myself in silence, trying not to like yell. And, and I, I, I'm freaking out. Like I'm at a loss for words. Like my mouth was wide open for, for a while. Like the entire time she was out there, my mouth was like wide open and I'm like shaking and trembling. I, I, I quickly messaged Scott like, oh my God, it's boss time. It's boss time. Um, and, and of course... My, my deal with Scott was, in a moment it's boss time, I'm, I'm coming on to the five-star Joshi show. I've got to. Well, what better way 
what originally was intended to be my debut. What better way to make my debut than alongside uh, Mercedes Monet, which is also a terrific name, by the way. But I'm really, oh, I'm so excited for this match with Kyrie because if I remember correctly, I think they've had one other singles competition on a random throwaway Raw where they got like 10 or so minutes. That's and in the IWGP Women's Title Match, which we'll get to. That's true. Uh, and so I'm really excited to see that. And I also think it took place during the pandemic era. So yeah. I'm yeah. really excited to watch this version of Kyrie face this version of Mercedes Monet. I think it has the capability of being one of, if not the stardom. I don't know if you want to call it a stardom match of the year. It's under a New Japan show. But uh, it's got stardom wrestlers on it. Or a stardom wrestler again. I don't know if we're considering Mercedes Monet a stardom talent. She uh, has, she did um, call herself the CEO of of yeah. the of quote women's the division. New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom Women's Division, which yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. it's a little. She'll figure it out. She'll figure okay. it out. It's fine. Um, um, but oh lord, yes. So so Mercedes has shown up. She you know attacked Kyrie instantly. She laid down the. She laid down the law, challenged her to battle in the valley on February 18th, I believe, um, which is major, you know, major stuff here. Um, but before we keep going to Mercedes and where she's going to be going, there's a match to discuss. And, uh, you know, I tried to let this go during the event, during the event because Mercedes showing up, that's great. It was awesome. It's the type of move that could change the future of stardom in a wonderful way. But I'm not going to just sit here and let it go anymore. Kyrie versus Tam Nakano should have got much more than five minutes and 40 seconds or whatever the exact number was. Absolutely. That is egregious. And the fact that I learned that the tag match after was actually four minutes longer, that blew me away because I also thought that was quick, but it was still four minutes longer. This is the problem with what New Japan in, in booking this division is going to be. These wrestlers deserve as much time as anyone on this card. Listen, I know that Omega and Osprey is going to get 30 plus minutes. I know your IWGP world title is going to get 30 plus minutes. But if you want this women's title to mean something, we're not going to be out here giving it divas time. And that's not a shot at the divas on Monday Night Raw from back in the day. It's more of a shot at if you're trying to establish a title, a, a, a title that main evented your last major show, by the way, New Japan, you need to give them more than six minutes. I wasn't asking for 30. I wasn't asking for 20. All I wanted was 10 to 15. That's all I wanted. And you couldn't even do that. They need to do better moving forward. And don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure that this IWGP Women's Title match is going to main event that show. I'd actually be shocked if it didn't. But that doesn't make this better. Unless Kenny Omega is showing up on that show, which, you know, I have no idea if that's actually going to happen or not. I think this has to main event. This is the Mercedes Monet in-ring debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
that's main event worthy enough. Add in that's the IWGP Women's Title. Add in that it's Kyrie. That's a main event match. Though this match is the match of selling all your tickets. That has to be your main event. You have to make up for this IWGP Women's Title. I'm going to give them a very very slight pass. Because it was one night Wrestle Kingdom. They had a million matches on there. You know, they had the Keiji Muto retirement. They had all this stuff, okay? So I'm going to give them a very, very slight pass. But we cannot continue this way, or you're going to ruin the title, and you're going to ruin what Stardom has created and what Stardom is doing to the public eye. They're going to keep doing what they're doing, but they deserve to grow. And this is why I continue to say... New Japan slash Bushi Road's mindset with this women's movement on their side is still very different from what Stardom believes in. Need to get on the same page. Need to change that up. All right, I uh, I ranted long enough. I'll let uh, Six Star give your two sets. No, I mean, I think I think that you accidentally covered all of the important points. I think you said everything that I wanted to say. I, I was extremely disappointed in the amount of match time that they got. Mm. I I mean, it's regardless. You know, it's it is, and I, I said this like I, I'll give some kudos, some props for it's due. This is a very historic moment, but it, it it hurt me to see that this historic first title defense at a Wrestle Kingdom of a brand new title, the IWGP Women's Title, that's supposed to symbolize this um, belief in Joshi Wrestling and this, on the side of um, Bushi Road on, on on the part of New Japan Pro Wrestling and a belief in Stardom, a company that I believe in, and to only give this. Like you said, this belt that has been so like up to this point has been built up pretty well. I think they the, the way that they presented it has been really nice. And main event main eventing the crossover show I thought was a really nice touch, and to me was a good sign in the direction they were going in. But to only give them six minutes at Wrestle Kingdom was heart shattering to me. And you know, it, to to give them less time than a Carl Anderson match, or or. Mm-hmm that much less time than a Carl Anderson mm. match. Someone who, I mean, me personally, I'm not a mess. I, I, which no slight to Tama, uh, Tama terrific babyface performance there, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, but I mean, I, I got, I made that tweet that it was, it was very upsetting to me. Yeah. It is a little bit of a joke. I mean, it's the never open weight titles probably was going to get more or as much time as, as that title, but to see that it got that much more time. It's not even that to see that the belt got six minutes is terrible. That was one. It's genuinely one of I think the worst booking decisions I've witnessed in, in a long time, especially pertaining to women wrestling. Yeah, um, I think it's insanely disrespectful of all the uh, people who were ex- as excited as they were. I think it's extremely disrespectful of the stardom talent that were on the show, which is no slight to Tam and Kyrie. They, I, I said this on Twitter, the Tokyo Dome was made for those two. But they were terrific out there. Tam Nakano always shines the brightest of almost anybody I've ever seen on big stages. And, and you know, the fact that she's had the most, I believe she's had the most Tokyo Dome or like Wrestle Kingdom matches of any stardom roster talent. And I think that that is completely, that it makes complete sense. She, she is a star out there. She looks amazing. Um, and Kyrie, you can't fault her presentation. She looks, again, the way she comes out, the way she prevents the Tokyo Dome the, the 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 way that they, they they shown in the lights of the of the Tokyo Dome was, was amazing, but yeah, because of that they deserved way more time. I, right. I think, and, and the crowd was really getting into it. I, I think especially when you when when Tam hit the violet screwdriver, it's like I was really happy because the the 
crowd was getting behind these women, it was getting behind Tam McConnell, it was getting behind Kyrie, and to only give them six minutes, to give them six minutes in a show that really could have elevated the presentation of stardom, elevated what, uh, elevated the presentation not only in the eyes of the audience, but in the eyes of, uh, in the eyes of the the crew who were showing up to mm-hmm. watch, uh, to watch Mercedes debut, which they they did what they wanted. I'm sure when when the when the numbers come out, we're going to see a large amount because I, I I mean I was on Twitter. I saw the amount of people who were on Twitter asking me how to sign up for New Japan World and Stardom World so that they could see Mercedes. Um, who were people? I saw multiple posts about how they ordered specifically for Mercedes. And if that's your draw, if a women's wrestler is your draw, if a r- woman who's going to work in Stardom is your draw, give the Stardom talent time so they don't only want to see Mercedes. And right. That's one thing I did see during the matches. People were getting, I mean, obviously they already knew Kyrie. A lot, a lot of them were already excited to see Kyrie, but a lot of people were getting behind Tam, uh, Tam Nakano because she is a star. So give yeah. those two who you are having in this position to elevate your division right before your big, your big debut, give them the time they deserve. I mean, I was saying I wanted 30 plus minutes because I'm a dreamer and, and obviously I knew that was never going to happen, but yeah, that's just what I, I, I always believe they deserve. I can't, I hope they get this match again before uh, before the San Jose match uh, in a stardom show because they deserve that. Yeah. And um, that's enough of them. I, I think I'm, I'm, I've covered all my points there. Yeah, I think the, the good part of all this is what they did in five minutes and 40 seconds is something that I don't think many wrestlers can do in that amount of time. They put on one hell of a match in the time that they got. They got all their shit in. They made it entertaining. And and the problem is, I think, for all of us, right, is that we know how special this match could have been if it got more time. It, you know, you felt it from start to finish because Kyrie has now reached that level, um, I think, since coming back where, yeah, I always thought she was great, but now she's at her, like, peak level again. And they did they did excellent for the time they had. And I think the I will say the best thing to come out of all this, besides Mercedes Monet obviously being here, is the support that these two received from the not only the fans, but the stardom roster itself. You know, Micah, Julia, everyone was praising them. Uh they said, you know, it it may have been just five minutes, but you saw why stardom's the best of the best. And that's true. That's true. It was a five-minute teaser of what stardom's all about in a lot of ways. I just think the one problem now moving forward is, and and if anyone's going to bounce back from it, it's her, but Tam Nakano now needs to bounce back in some way or some form because she was outcasted in a lot of ways from this match. She lost, and by the time you knew it, she was nowhere to be found, and it was all about Mercedes Monet and slightly Kyrie. Uh, it did feel like it was, and that's kind of what we expected. I'm not going to lie, but that's the problem with a five-minute match. At least she, she she didn't have the time to establish herself more so that she was remembered no matter what. Uh, but in time, I, I hope that's where we go with this title, is that this title is more respected. Um, and just, I just want to say, uh, you yeah, know, I never wanted my UV Tiny to win it, so it's fine. I never asked for that. I didn't want that. I want that. No, never wanted that. Though I just I did realize the other day that uh, if if she did win it, 
um, like you know, rumors say, we would absolutely be getting Mercedes versus Mayu in Battle in the Valley, and uh, part of me is okay because my wallet doesn't have to suffer now as much. I would have because I would have been going to San Jose if that were the case. Um, but it should be a special match. We have a match graphic out there now, which is a very wonderful graphic to look at. I, I will say. Mercedes being here is a massive plus. We can look at the bad of the five minute and forty second match. And we will. Until they make up for it, we will. But we're also gonna look at the bright side, which is Mercedes Monet coming in and you know, she's gonna make an impact. You know, the CEO of stardom, as she likes to call it. She's no longer the boss, people. She is now CEO. She's moved up in the world. Um I, I am intrigued by what she does. I'm hopeful that it, it's a while. Um, if my if my sources are correct, she actually won't be at AEW next week. If Dave Meltzer, who reported today, she won't be there. So, very interesting. It seems like this is where she's going to be for now. And selfishly, I'm okay with that. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll wait and see because I'm still not 100% sold that she won't touch uh, AEW in the very near future. Uh, but, you know, enough enough news can come out, and that's where we're going. But uh, before we move on from Wrestle Kingdom, you know, I guess there was a match that we should note from the show. You know, they got many of the minutes that maybe Kyrie and Tam could have had. But if anything was took time away from Kyrie and Tam, it was the Muto and entrances and stuff like that. Uh, this match, of course, was uh, Kenny Omega defeating Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States title. Um, I I was going to just, you know, do what we do here on the Five Star Joe Show and move along, but it's kind of hard to when you see a match that very well may have just changed a lot of people's, not only match of the year list for the rest of the year, but... I think this hit a lot of people's all-time lists as well. Um, so what I what I'll say before I let Six Star take take it is that this match was as good a match as you'll see. Um, it it instead of being the crazy big move spectacle that it can be because that is what these two guys can do. It 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 played to a story that was intriguing it went down a road that i think a lot of people didn't expect which was kenny omega you know the the prodigal son returns just to play the heel and make everyone cheer for will osprey in that building by the end of the show um it was tremendous it was one of the greatest matches i've ever seen and i i think a lot of people will come away from that as well and and most people that don't you know they just they just don't like will osprey or kenny omega and that's they don't want to admit that always, but that's just the truth. Yeah, um, that that match was oh, one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Um, it, it it was in, insane how good it was. I, I just looked it up on Cage Match, and it's currently tied, I believe, yeah, at 9.80. Uh, so tied for third with the Okada Omega best two of three falls. Oh, um, big one. The big one. The big... The big, the big scale breaker on 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 cage match, and I think that that's absolutely deserving. I I think it is, and I said this to you, and I said this on Twitter, like like 
It is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And it is insane. New, the New Year season is such a special time for fans of pro wrestling, specifically fans who watch Japanese pro wrestling. And in within the span of one week, I saw two of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, with Shuri Julia and now uh, Omega Osprey. I think that this is Osprey's defining babyface per- performance of probably his entire career, if I'm not, if I, to be honest. I like, even moving forward, I think that this, I think, obviously, I think Osprey is an amazing talent who's only going to grow and do better and, and become even more amazing. But it's it's hard to look past just how. Oh, it's it was just an amazing performance all around. I think the violence well, Osprey, of it of course, all. Twenty nine years old. Oh yeah, and <laughs> for you know for a male a, a male talent that's quite young. That's that's really just like the beginning of, or even right before the beginning of prime career years. And here he is having pr- prime career moments, prime career performances, and. Oh my! The, I'm a, I'm an elite mark. I am like through and through. I love the elite. So I've and I, I love Will Osprey and the United Empire. So I've been following the story for a long time, and getting this match. And you know they had their PWG singles match forever ago, but that those were two completely different performers, right? This was yeah. Ariel Assassin, indie wrestler Will Osprey, and like Omega and. Uh, in the in the Bucks tights, right? These were not the same. These are not. This is not quite the best bout machine versus uh, the Commonwealth Kingpin, or I guess he he was the aerial assassin in, in this performance. <laughs> um, I can I can genuinely talk so so much about these two, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short and, and say that it was one of it was one of few matches I've ever seen live where I like right away wanted to rewatch it, and and I and I did shortly following the event. Um, the other, I have the same list as James. Actually, the other two are the um, uh, are the Omega G One final win and and Shuri Shuri Julia. So uh, amazing performances all, all performance all around for both men. Kenny's an IWGB US champion. He is a champion in New Japan again, which that's crazy to me because <laughs> New Japan Kenny is God. He's like the best presented wrestler of all time. Uh, no doubt. Speaking of best, oh my God, those entrances, like from from the entrances, I messaged you match of the year. Like, yeah, <laughs> like tough luck <laughs> to anything following this. Yeah. Um, ever like not just tonight. Like poor Okada, oh poor poor Jay White. They had a good performance. Um, I gotta watch that one back actually, just because I was tired. That match just happened, and I was tired. They 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 had a good match, all things considered. Um. You know, once that Okada and the match sauce kicks in, you know you can't have a bad match. Um, but uh, yeah, that this is a truly a special time to be a wrestling fan. I think that fans like you and myself, who yeah. do watch as much as we do, who specifically watch Stardom in New Japan, we are being we were fed so well this last week. Maybe not the uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Tam Kyrie yeah, match, but yeah. but. Stardom Dream Queendom. Couldn't all be bright lights. Yeah, some people Uh, uh, got uh, bright lights. Mm. uh, uh, Mm. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, 
your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, you know, I made the, I made the, I, I talked to someone. I said, you know, Kyrie and Tam, if they got the proper time, could have been the start of match of the year for stardom. Um, obviously, they didn't. So, unfortunately for stardom, uh, TJPW currently has the uh, Joshi match of the year. But, you know, stardom, in time, in time, they'll get there. Uh, but I will say, you know, you know, you you talked about how, you know, for quite some time this is going to be the match of the year. Good luck to everyone that tries to tip, top it. Well, well, folks, do we have some news for you? Stardom, <laughs> uh, Stardom began the Triangle Derby this past weekend, and they have another three shows, I think, this week. Uh, which is very exciting, and we'll have two matches to preview quickly. Uh, but at that Triangle Derby show, besides Triangle Derby results, uh, we saw the debut of Mariah May and the return of Zaya Brookside as Club Venus made their official in-ring debut as a trio. Uh, I'm not going to harp on much of them too long because I don't care enough about them to do so. Uh, Mina is far and away the best wrestler in that trio. Mariah May's got plenty of potential though. I will give her credit. I, I, I was impressed uh, from the little that she had in there and Zaya Brookside is still Zaya Brookside. So yeah, take that for what you will. If you saw her in NXT UK, not much has changed, but I will say being in the stardom system for any amount of time can make you a better wrestler. And I'm sure that both of them will improve, but Mariah May, um, yeah, she, she impressed enough. Did you have any thoughts about Club Venus before I continue on here? Um, I mean, I guess just really quickly. I mean, I agree with everything you said. I think I actually quite enjoyed Mina's performance in this match. Yeah. I, I, if she good. keeps up like this, I think that because she's uh, she's white belt bound is, is the looks of it. And you know, I have my <laughs> thoughts on, on that. Um, but I think if she's able to. If that is a glimpse of the performances she's going to be capable of for her white belt reign and only going to get better from there, um, then I get I'll, I'll be fine with it, you know, till she yeah. inevitably drops it to, to Natsupoi. Um, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, like you said, I, I, I hope May has, you're right. I also hope for me I'm right. I also hope for you I'm right because I will be back on the show for that. Um, that's true. And I'll, pro- I'll, you know, not, not to, uh, you know, knock on wood. I'll hopefully be on the show, back on the show before then, because I do en- enjoy being here, and I do oh, enjoy will. talking to you. You will, because uh, be that'll be way too long. This is a, way too long, uh, at least with my dream booking. Sadly, Poi's not winning tomorrow. That's this is true, but um, as I, I was saying, I I agree. Mariah Mar- Mar- May has quite a lot of potential. I th- I was. Mm-hmm. You know, surprised by her performance. I've, 
Um, I've seen like a little bit of her stuff on some on some like random obscure, uh, not random obscure, but on some indie stuff, and I've never thought she was per- particularly bad. Yeah. Um, and I was quite happy with her performance. I think that, you know, you go through any stardom tournament, you're gonna get better, and yeah. so she she I think we'll see a sizable amount of improvement from her by the end of the Triangle Derby and Zaya Brookside. This is it's not looking good, but you know. <laughs> This she got is, a lot of the work in the match too. Yeah, Zaya Brookside, this is this your legacy is on the line here. Um, I will say, I will, I will say, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and act like Club Venus faced the elite teams of the. Uh, they faced Team Lollipop, which Rina is good. The uh, Waka and Yuko, they're okay. So I will give some leeway here to all sides. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, Club Venus is whatever. Uh, they they'll be in this tournament. They'll get a few wins, but they won't win a lot. Um, otherwise, the other parts of this show to talk about because nothing. I I will say nothing on the show is must see except for maybe the main event for other reasons. So the main event was Julia Tekla and My Sakurai losing to the Rebel and Enemy team of Mayukihi, Mike Ozaki, and Ram Kaicha. This of course was the debut. From Mayukihi in stardom, and she was a complete superstar, as you'd expect, because that is who she is. She just jumped in head first, and you got to see her and Julia scrap up just a little bit. A nice little teaser for their what should be an eventual world of stardom title match. But it will not be the first defense of Julia's reign. Uh, you know, as I said earlier, Six Star said, oh, well, match of the years and good luck to anyone. I'm not saying this is going to, you know, this is a Joshi podcast. You know, you know what? I can say it. I'm not saying this will just break the Osprey Omega thing off the top of the number one. But I will say that if there's any match to kick off the year hotter for stardom, it, it, I don't think there is one than this. It will be Julia. Versus Suzu Suzuki for the World of Stardom Championship in less than a month. Uh, exciting times here. This the the moment I saw Suzu Suzuki walk out there, I said, "Oh, oh, we're doing this now." All right. So this is why we do Suzu versus Sayakawatani. You said, "Let's go bigger." Um, just an incredibly exciting match to kick off Julia's reign as World Champion. Oh my, listen, I, I am, I cannot put into words how excited I am for this match. I think that their five-star match, their five-star draw was probably easily in my top three five-star matches, if not, you know, one of one, uh, which I think as of right now, because I've rewatched a a good portion of them because it's a good tournament, but it's my number one favorite match in that tournament. It was, oh, it was, it was astounding. And, and I cannot wait to watch them go at it again. Obviously, no, no doubt in anyone's mind, Julia is going to go over uh, and conquer Subu Suzuki, which I think is a great way to start Julia's red belt reign. Um, I, I said uh, my last appearance here last week, I said two things. Uh, one of them was that the order in which Julia faces specific uh, enemies from her past is going to really define just how great this red belt run can be. And I don't think any, uh, I don't think there's a better way to start. The, the Julia reign than this match. I think that this is the match to start Julia's reign with. Um, I also said that uh, 
Rossi Ogawa has to do two things for Booker of the Year outside of book competently like he has been, and that is <laughs> Julia Suzu Suzuki rematch and not to play white belt. And we're halfway there in the second month of the year. So I got high hopes for starting up in 2023. <laughs> Rossi, do not film me now. You're you're already, you're already ready to give him the the award. It just I am. Uh, but I will say <laughs> he does have he does have early competition um from Mr. TK, just Absolutely. based off next week's show. But uh Rossi Ogawa starting us off hot for sure. Um Sue Suzuki versus Julia, and we'll get I'll get into this more as the weeks go on. That is that is the perfect exclamation point as to why this Julia Reign very well could be the greatest world of stardom title reign ever. She is getting she is hitting so many feuds, so many big matches. Every single match is gonna feel bigger and bigger and bigger as we build to all-star grand queendom. It'll be interesting to see who else takes on Julia before that. I'm sure she'll have one more defense before that April show. Um, it's just a matter of who. It could be Yukihi. It could be someone completely different. Uh, but we will wait and see there. Uh, the Cinderella tournament was officially announced as well. See, they. this is what Stardom does. They have a quiet week. And I say this in quotations because their quiet week is louder than any quiet week I've ever heard of. They did announce the Cinderella tournament. It will begin in March on March 26th. 26th? Yeah, I believe it's March 26th. And will conclude on April 13th, I believe. I, of course, don't have any of this in front of me because I am not a prepared uh, podcaster. I am someone that is just, you know, going off the cuff and hoping for the best here. Um, but the Cinderella tournament is on its way and it will conclude before All-Star Grand Queendom, which I think is the biggest part. So will the winner of that be challenging at that show or be patient and wait until the show after, perhaps? That is possible. We will have to wait and see. But the All-Star Oh, Jesus. The Cinderella tournament is on its way. Uh, I, I was wondering where that would be, and they're going right from the Triangle Derby to that. So not a lot of time in between the two tournaments. It will be a total of four days with the opening uh, night and then the middle rounds at a back-to-back days. Uh, I believe one is at a Corrigan Hall and then the final show. So, again, very exciting. That final show with it being so close to um with it being so close to all-star grand queendom i do have doubts that there will be a title defense on that show uh but we'll have to wait and see um because the past few years for those who don't remember we have had title matches on the final show of cinderella of course that famously is where the original utami shuri match happened so We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure they'll have some title matches. I just don't know if they'll have world title matches with a week or two to go before Grand Queendom. Uh, all right. That is that was a lot. Um, but now we look forward to next week or this weekend, I should say. So Friday is Stardom's return to Cork and Hall, their first Cork and Hall show of the year. Let's uh, go. Triangle Derby matches galore, so you know, nothing too crazy. Um, and when I say too crazy, I mean 
we do have something crazy, just not in the form of matches. Uh, the matches are as follow. We'll have Utami Hayashida and Saya Kamatani teaming up to go against Azumi and Miyu Amasaki. So that's a little interesting. Um, it's going to be a fun match. N- Natsupoi will lead in the Cosmic Angels trio of Tam Nakano and Saki against Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Momo Watanabe. So that should be a really fun match. Um, Starlight Kid, Haruka Umisaki, and Raka go against Team Lollipop. The God's Eye trio of Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Saray face Club Venus. So Club Venus now goes from a minimal uh, challenge to their biggest challenge yet, and maybe their biggest challenge of the tournament. Uh, we will have the Bari Bari Bar Bombers to be exact, uh, Julia, my Sakurai, and Tekla facing Micah, Hameka, and Lady C. We'll have the Passion Trio of Nanai Takahashi, Yu, and Yuna Mizumori facing the Rebel and Enemy team of Ram Kai Chow, Mayukihi, and Mike Ozaki. So that's a very intriguing one. And then it's an all-stars trios match. Mayu Itani, Hanan, and Momokogo team up to face Suzuki, Saida, and Koguma, so a stardom dream queendom rematch. Uh, but this time with you know points on the line. Uh, that that was a lot, but of course, for those who may not remember, this is also the show that Chihiro Hashimoto has been invited to by Shuri. So that will be something to keep an eye out for. And of course, we'll discuss next week. All right, I am I am almost done rambling on, so six star can jump in here, but on Sunday, they head to Nagoya, and this show is big because not only is it a Triangle Derby show, that it also features a Stardom Rumble, but we got two title matches, and we're going to talk about them right now as both the High Speed Championship and the Wonder of Stardom Championship on the line. And let's start with the High Speed title, and for some people, this may be the true main event of the show. Azumi and Starlight Kid go head-to-head for the first time since their classic at last year's Cinderella Journey where Azumi won the title. Azumi made the challenge, so here we go. Uh, how are we feeling about this one going into it, Six Star? I mean, I am... You, you, you can't not be excited. You know, these are two of the best wrestlers on, uh, uh, in stardom and they, every time they 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 lock hands anytime they 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 interact anytime they have they have uh, a match together it's real raps that's that's real wrestling right there yeah. um i think that ozumi is really getting into a good like it's, it's in it's such a interesting point in in her title reign you know, we're going to be like, it's like you said, or, or someone said uh, last week where, you know, you're seeing people counter things before they're done. We're seeing um, past foes return. And I think that this is probably, I think that this has the potential to be their best match yet. I'll, I think that of any time they, they wrestle, really, I think that these two are, are never going to give you a bad performance. I think right. that this has a very high floor. Um, because of what we've seen them do, obviously together, but the things we've seen them do even apart. And I am so much more excited for this than I was their last match. And not because they're, I wasn't excited for the last match, but because I have become so much more invested in them. And I think that they've grown a lot. And because, I mean, how can you not be excited for this matchup? It's always a great matchup. I'm a little 
taken, I wouldn't say taken aback. You know, I think that Starlight Kid is really getting to, has gotten to a point where she has exceeded. The, yeah. the I, I, I should say, you can't really, you know, quote, outgrow a belt. But also, you know, it's, you it's, it's the, you, you absolutely can. But in terms she of like, has. she's, she's passed the high speed division. And I am, I love the high speed division. I love the high speed title matches. But I think that Starlight Kid is really to a point where yeah. she is ready to move on to bigger and better things in stardom, whether that be the yeah. chasing for the Wonder Belt or, or the world or, or the world title. I, either way, I think that's the direction I, she should be going. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm worried that she's challenging for the, that she's challenging for the high speed belt. I, I don't. I think that's more so just give the people a good match rather than keep Starlight Kid down. But I would like to see Starlight Kid challenging for the for the world and, and wonder titles um, in this year. I think that she's going to probably challenge. I'm hoping she challenges Julia. I think there's definitely plenty of story there. Plenty of story there, and. Yeah. I think it'd be a waste not to do it, but regardless, I'm excited for this match. It's going to be a a very good match, and you know, a good title defense for for Azumi because I I have no doubt in my mind she's going to win. Yeah, start Stardom can now I think kick into gear with this one. I think that's the most important part. Um, this was for me up until Shuri and Julia, my top Stardom match of the year from last year, um, and you know then. Shuri and Julia did what they did, so it didn't really matter. But I think that they can top it. I think that they can put on one hell of a performance. It'll be interesting to see where they go next because obviously it's been a long time, so it's a, it's a very fresh matchup, um, and it should be a lot of fun. I'm happy that we get to see it, and I do think Azumi should be retaining here. Um, keep keep it going for her because part of their rivalry is that Azumi gets the num uh, gets one over on Kid more than more than you'd think, um, which is interesting because you know I think a lot of people do see Kid in the higher spot nowadays, but Azumi does have the ability to beat Kid at any time, so should be a lot of fun. And then the main event of this show, we'll see Saya Kamatani defend the Wonder Storm Championship against. Ami Saray, as many people know by now, this isn't necessarily what I would be doing, but alas, we are here. This is not Suzu Suzuki. This is not the Suzu Suzuki match I wanted. I now know why. Uh, Ami Saray, of course, went to a draw with Sayakantani on the final night of the five star Grand Prix uh, in what was easily the worst match of that show. So take that for what you will. <laughs> um, uh, I will say they looked good in the preview tag at this past Triangle Derby show, um, but but I still can't say I'm jumping for joy when it comes to this match. Uh, it's Saya Kamatani. I can't sit here and doubt her, but I will also remind everyone that the last time I said this, she faced Haruka Umasaki, and I thought they had a fine match, but nothing, nothing to the levels we're used to, and I don't know I don't know if I were to rank Ami Saray and Haruka Umasaki, who I'd favor right now. They're kind of right above around there of two people that I'm not fully sold on yet, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll see because this is this this is the match that will tie Saya Kamatani with Momo Watanabe as the longest or the most successful 
uh, Wonder Stardom champion with uh, defenses. So big match in that respect. Yeah, um, you know, like much like yourself, I wasn't particularly excited at the at the prospect of this match happening again. No. Um, no. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really. I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't really have a lot of thoughts on it outside of like could have done a better job. I mean, we're we're nearing, or I believe we're nearing that we're closer to the end of of Saya's wonder of, of stardom title run than, than the beginning. I think that the the end date of it is is, is fast approaching, yeah. and I would like to see her go out with really high quality defenses of the caliber that we know she is capable of that we have seen throughout this white belt reign. Um, you just stated uh, a, little, a little bit how your favorite match up until uh, Shuri Julia was a Starlight Kid and Azumi. Mine was Sayakamatani and, and Natsupoi from January last year. Um, which I had same show like, actually, yeah, which yeah, is crazy. Which I, I had as my much like yourself stardom match of the year and my my women's match of the year all year up until uh, that main event from Stardom Dream Queendom. But so I know I would love to see things like that happen again. I, I mean, I would I obviously wouldn't complain to see Natsupoi have that title match again ever. I'll never complain about that. I think it's a it's it's a, it's a great matchup. Regardless, I'm not going to get into into that, but. Saya Kamatani deserves better. She's done a great job with this reign. And I just wish she, we were getting those matchups that made that, especially her first half, the first half of her year so special last year. Mm-hmm. But I'm not feeling that with the last defense. I'm not feeling this with this upcoming Amisaray defense. It, it's just, and you know, Rossi and, and Stardom are hot on, on Ami, and that's fine. Build your stars, whatever. But yep. I just think we could have gotten a lot better than this. And I hope we get. Like you, we talked about last year, uh, last week, the Momo Watanabe defense, as yeah. unrealistic as it probably is that we get it. Um, it should be happening. Like, that should be the one. It's yeah. simple. It's easy. You could change Momo's mindset of, you know what? I just don't want my record broken, so I'm going to beat your butt. Sorry, I could have said beat your ass, but I was trying to be a nice person <laughs> on here. Um, like, that, it's such an easy story to go with, and I do hope that's where they go. Yeah, because all roads, as much as I don't know how I feel about it yet, all roads do point to Mina. Um, so it's just a matter of how long Saya goes. Uh, you know, if all roads point to Mina, also I'd like it to happen before the Cinderella tournament. I don't need Mina winning the Cinderella and ruining my excitement for the Cinderella, if that makes sense. Because you don't yeah. want that to, you don't want that to be predictable. Like I think that's part of the reason I liked it so much last year is that it wasn't predictable. Um, and the year before, of course, Saya winning was great too, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, all right. Last news bits here. And then uh, we can do the awards, the five-star 2022 Joshi awards. And then we'll hit you with some predictions as we see how wrong I was um, with mine from last year. But they did have a press conference today, because of course they did, because, um, again, we, we don't stop here. Uh, they announced the New Blood 7 card as the New Blood Tag Title Tournament will g- be underway. So here is the card as it stands now. We'll have Lady C versus Raka versus the debuting Marika Kobashi, formerly of TJPW. Um, so... 
you know, I think a lot of people did expect her to eventually jump into stardom somewhere down the line. Um, and, and this is the start. We'll have Rena versus Miran. Miran, of course, was on the last New Blood show. We will have the, and I quote, passion injection match as Nanai Takahashi takes on Wakasukiyama one-on-one. So that should be kind of wild as uh, Waka tries to stay in Cosmic Angels by getting a win, you know, because Tam said you win or you're out finally. Uh, and only, you know, if Waka was smart enough, she'd just start ta- stop tagging in. But, you know, that's her fault. Um Mariah May and Zaya Brookside will be teaming up in the new blood tag title tournament as they take on the duo of Starlight Kid and Karma. On the surface, you'd think this this is a one-sided battle, but I have yet to see Karma make it out of a match without getting DQ'd. So I think uh I don't think we have much high hopes there. Um, I think uh, Mariah May and Zaya Brookside truly are among the favorites in this thing. Um, so, but my pick for favorites and the tag team that I've been hoping for, aka the tag team that will be better than Ami Saray and Mariah, will be the team of Mariah and Tomoka Inaba. They will team up in the tournament as they take on Saeed and Hanan, which should be a very good round one match. That could probably be the first, best match of the tournament to kick off. Also interesting to note that Ami Saray is in the ma- uh, in the tournament. She'll be teaching, uh, teaming up with Nanami as they face Momo Kogo and Momoka Hanazono. That should be a fun team. Um, oh, and the return of Chan Yoda as she teams with Mai Sakurai against Hina and Miyu Amasaki in to round out the tournament. So Chan Yoda, the 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 woman that I was told was never coming back, has officially come back. Crazy, crazy how that it's works. Crazy, crazy um, times. Good for her though. Good for her though. I I think some people did have fear that she wouldn't show up, um, or not show up, but be invited back. But she will be invited back, and she's teaming with Mai. So that's great to see. And that's it. That is all the news from Stardom this week. They they made sure to pack a punch in their first week, and there will be a lot more news next week as we will have title matches, Chihiro Hashimoto showing up, and so much more. But it's time for the award show here. Everybody, I don't have a song or anything to play, sadly, so uh, just just play some award show song maybe in your head just to get get into the the, the swing of things but i had uh I, I put out a poll um to nominate so this is all nominations from everybody else i didn't pick these had i got to pick these some of these things would not have been picked um but i went off everyone's nominations we had a number of nominations um and i broke it down to four some got extended if they got enough votes and there were ties and whatnot um and the awards are as false. Who will break out as the Joshi star of the year for 2023? So kind of like a prediction for the breakout star, which goes hand in hand with what our predictions will be later in the show. Uh, breakout star of the year for 2022. Faction of the year, which came down to two votes. There was a two-vote difference to decide that. So exciting there. Uh, the Joshi Indies MVP, the TJPW MVP, which also came down to three votes. 
Um, we had the stardom MVP, which was not as close. Uh, the tag team of the year, which ended up being a tie. So that's sick. I don't know how I'll, I'll make, I'll make the official decision on that one. Uh, when we get there, I didn't know. So those, so tag team of the year is insane because first place is tied and then third place is tied. So everything tied in tag team of the year, uh, promo of the year. Uh, there was only one. So, you know, that one, uh, feud of the year came down to a two vote again, two votes. I want to, we had over a hundred votes by the way. So this isn't like, this wasn't like three people voting. We had over a hundred votes. That's how close this was and how great of a year. I think, uh, Joshi had storyline of the year, best indie, uh, best Joshi indie promotion of the year, promotion of the year, which was not close at all. Uh, wrestler of the year and match of the year. So, I'm really excited to uh, do this, and I'm happy six stars with me for this because I think the reactions will be great. You'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll provide the information, and we'll see uh, how we feel about the ultimate vote. And we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pick a tag team of the year on air. That's kind of oh, that's exciting. Terrifying. No, it's not. I didn't want. Yes, I was it hoping is. Not to pick anything. I didn't want to touch. Like I was leaving it to everyone, but the fact that we tied. I got to give someone the edge, so uh, we'll get to that. But let's start off with who will break out in 2023? Who does the world think will be the breakout star of Joshi? So the four were Mina Shirakawa, Suzume, Hanan, and Tomoka Inaba all in the voting. And third place is Suzume of TJPW. Hanan actually came in last. For those who are wondering, oh. I'm sh- I was shocked. Um, we had Mina Shirakawa coming in second place with 31% of the vote, meaning Tomoka Inaba wins the 2023 Breakout Star of the Year Prediction Award. So congratulations to Inaba. I, I figured that she would be the winner here. Uh, when it came down to nominations, she was the highest nominated name which doesn't necessarily mean anything i think it does the game does change when it comes down to the actual voting but inaba based off of what she has done in the last six months of 2022 gets a uh good respect here uh six star how do you feel about those results um i will say for those who obviously can't see my face reaction to this i was quite shocked to hear hanan was voted fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I thought she would have gotten higher if I remember correctly. I think she was my vote actually. Um, I like I quite liked what she did in, in 2022. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you said it was it was Tomoka who won first place, right? What? Uh, you said it was it was uh, Tomoka Inaba. Inaba. Who, yeah. Inaba. My my. Oh Lord, yeah, I'm so bad with names this last. If it, if it helps, I switch how I say her name every episode, so it's okay. Um. Yeah, well, well deserved. Those the, her last six months were were really good. I think some very very solid performances. And if she's able to keep that up, um, in 2023, then I see nothing but but great, great times ahead for her and all fans of her work and hopefully future fans. I think that she has a lot of improvement to be done and a lot of potential. And I am again, shocked a little by the results, but excited. Nonetheless, I I can't say that I disagree that she will have a great year in 2023 and 
I would not be opposed to her being so good that she's a breakout star. I think that that would be terrific. I think with Inaba, it's it's almost not if it'll be when they give her a chance to break out. Um, she did it big time with those Taki, uh, the Taka Tai Chi Mania shows, especially. I think her two showcase matches are probably what gave her the edge here. Uh, but we'll wait and see. That's like the one non-official award. So we will get to the official awards. Now, the breakout star of the year for 2022 with over 50% of the vote, Suzu Suzuki. Absolutely. Won the breakout star of the year. It, <laughs> it wasn't close. Uh, second place was Miwatanabe of TJPW. And in third place was Mirai of course who had i thought had a great year she was actually my breakout star of the year um if you know i had a pick because i think i think when it comes to breakout what suzu suzuki did in 2023 uh 2022 i mean is i don't know if it's breakout she's a former ice xfinity champion which is a world champion ice ribbon but it's more so put her name on the map of many other people. So I guess that does fit the breakout claim. Uh, she was everything and more, I think. You know, she was as advertised, but maybe even so more than that. She had countless top tier matches, including, you know, match of the year quality matches with Julia, um, which I think a lot of people have talked about. She won the Regina DeWave Championship, she won the Catch the Wave Tournament. Uh, she had an incredible five-star Grand Prix. I can understand why she won. And not only won, but won by a large margin here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think she absolutely deserves that. Uh, that was your hope. I, I could see it on your face. You're like, okay. She was my vote, 100%. It was my vote and my nomination. Um, Suzuki is, is, you know, what? what is there to say about Suzuki that hasn't been said a thousand times in a thousand different ways. Um, right. I love Suzuki. She is, she's great. Um, before this last year, I didn't watch a lot of Ice Ribbon. I definitely started watching a lot more this year. But from what I had seen in, in the past, a lot of it had to do with Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, because she is. She's oh, the she's reason amazing. I watched Ice Ribbon. So when she left, I was like, all right. Yeah. Well, she, and, and she's like, you know, she's my age. So that's, that's, I love to see. I always love seeing young young Joshi wrestlers um, succeed, and I think that there's no better way for her to succeed than what she's already done. I think that her 2022 first uh, year run in stardom was oh, it was amazing. It was great, and and 2023 is is already looking to be better. And mm-hmm. Suzu Suzuki is absolutely one a wrestler to keep your eyes on this year. I think Suzu Suzuki is a wrestler that you put on cars that are going to be seen internationally. If you, if you catch my drift, yeah, because I think that's someone that, you know, say you put her on, on a card that Mercedes is going to wrestle on. That's someone you want people to see. That's someone people right. will latch onto because Suzuki, I don't know how else to put it. She's her. She's just her. Yeah. She, I- you, you connect with her. She's amazing in ring. She's, uh, she's carried. Uh, she has this charisma about her. She has this electricity about her. And she's someone that people are going to want to latch on to. Um, yeah. And uh, you said Mia Watanabe was second place, yeah. right? Absolutely deserved. Mia Watanabe 
is amazing. I love over twenty five percent of the vote. She got a respectful amount. Absolutely deserve that. Um, obviously, her match with Milia Mashta was one of my matches of the year. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I've talked with you about it. I'm not a very big fan of TJPW. Some would say uh, you're against them in some ways. I very much am. <laughs> I I am very much anti TJPW. They've broken my heart two years in a row, and I will never forgive them for that. They sure um, have. <laughs> and it's nothing to do. Uh, real, it's nothing to do with. I think the talents are in, in TJPW are amazing. Uh, uh, Maki Ito yeah, is one of my favorite wrestlers too. of all time. Um, Maki Ito is one of my faves. Mio Watanabe is one of my faves. And to see what both of them were relegated to, less were forced. Oh mm, nope! I'm not. This is not the anti TJ. All right. Anyway, Suzu Suzuki, Suzu Suzuki, and Miyu Watanabe, and uh, absolutely great first place, great second place, and great third place. I am a huge believer in Mirai. I'm a huge believer in, in, in the Clapping Merchant. She is. She's. She had such a great. Oh, an amazing year in 2022, um, and I think she is ready to start challenging and probably winning some some major singles titles in the next one to two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see the direction they take with her. It's always nice to believe in a wrestler that the company also believes in. And so I am team Mirai. But yeah, that's a really good three breakout shows of 2022, I think. I think that's probably my, my, my same or similar list. I think the nominations were perfect. That's why we only had three. Um, it was very, it was very simple. Um, and I think, uh, I think the right person won in terms of for a lot of people who saw Susie for the first time this year. Um, I think if if you've been following, you know what Suzu did before. Maybe it's a little different, like it is for me with Mariah. Mariah did nothing in TJPW. She left. She bet on herself, and she became one of the next big stars of stardom. Uh, Mi Watanabe, obviously, is a great choice. She single-handedly brought herself to main event value in TJPW, which, as we know, is not always the easiest thing to do. So uh, credit to her, but Sue Suzuki is your breakout star of the year for 2022. Uh, Faction of the year. This this one was close. Uh, <laughs> um, so third place. Not by uh, – third place by only five votes – was the team of or the faction of the cosmic angels coming in a healthy third place uh stars came in fourth for those wondering so by two votes remember this the the first and second place was decided by two votes the winner of the faction of the year is donna del mondo despite all their changes they beat out prominence by two votes. Um, interesting. Interesting. Because if you think of faction of the year, this is the faction that lost half of their group. <laughs> this is the faction that <laughs> up until they, they didn't have a lot of success. Now, DDM the past couple of years, they've been the walk away winners, I think, in a lot of ways. This past year was their worst year, yet they still walk away with the five-star 2022 Joshi Award for Faction of the Year, again, by two votes. And I think the way I see it here is 
how do you judge faction success? It's more so just a popularity contest, I think, than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, because prominence, truthfully, that you're you were mostly just voting for two people. You were voting for Suzu Suzuki and you were voting Risa, for Risa Sarah. Risa Sarah. It's not a yeah. shot at the rest of the group, but unless you were watching the Joshi Indies, you didn't see much of anyone else, right? And I, I'm sure a lot of the people that did vote were watching mostly Stardom um, to see them, at least. But I do like that they came in second here. Uh, DDM, they had an up-and-down year, but they started off the year as good as you could, right? You had Shuri, Natsupoi, Mirai, Ami, uh, not Ami, sorry. Um, you had those three in the group to go along with Julia, Micah, Hameka, My Sakurai, Tekla. It was, it was, it was the super unit, right? It was the Avengers as, uh, uh, no, what did um, Julia call it in my interview? Oh, the Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan was leading them. Yeah. Um, and then they disintegrated a little bit. You know, Shuri moved on. Natsupoi dropped Julia on her head and joined the Cosmic Angels. You know, deserved. <laughs> you know, you know, that's point broke everyone's heart in a lot of ways. Even though you know she's the true cosmic angel, so. Uh, uh, but faction of the year, DDM. How do we feel? Um. Well, stars was disrespected. I just want everyone to know that. I, I'm very upset. <laughs> listen, listen. I agree. Star stars deserve better. Stars stars always deserves better. Um, but I'm not going to get into that right now. DDM faction of the year. I can't say I'm I can't say I'm surprised. Like you said, it's usually a popularity contest. Um, you know, to to judge something like this, you know, quote objectively, you know. I, I don't know how objective is oh, there goes my phone. But all of this is is subjective opinion, right? But um I think that this is probably in terms of kayfabe, DDM's probably DDM's weakest year in a few years. Um I guess, I mean, you start the year with the World of Stardom champion and end the year with the World of Stardom champion. I guess that's pretty strong. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Um, but, yeah, you know, like I said, they absolutely. lost a lot, you know. we In that, we got a, a new faction. We got Shuri's God's Eye, and we also got um, Natsu Poi joining the Cosmic Angels, which was my vote, which was also completely... In, in objective i just i i like cosmic angels i actually cosmic thought angels the cosmic angels were gonna fare better i thought they were gonna have top i thought out of the stardom groups they were gonna come in first so i think they should have but that's neither here nor there I, I the ddm i can't say i was never not entertained watching ddm um although if i were to to speak in one of my fun twitter gimmicks ddm is garbage trash and the worst thing ever but that's only because i like natsupoi and <laughs> ddm fans love to shit on natsupoi they and sure do I, and, and to them as per usual i say cry but that's <laughs> neither here nor there speaking strictly of ddm I, I guess i was entertained watching them all year i think that ddm's a, a great faction i'm really happy uh tekla's back she's been back for for a little bit now and it's always good i, I think tekla's amazing i like uh, I I like I can't remember their, their, their the name of their tag team, but watching Julia and and Tekla and Tagli was fun. Yeah, Mafia um, Bella, Mafia Bella, and uh, yeah, DDM deserves it. I I think I, I never thought they were. I, I I always assume that that's probably who's going to win because DDM is just that is just really popular. It's the group for a lot of people. Julia is like in 
in, in this year, I've seen a lot of people start really getting into stardom. Uh, and like one of some of my friends, Julia's like far and away the, the most popular one. So I'm not surprised that that DDM won that uh, prominent second place. Like you said, you're really voting for two people. Uh, but what better two people to vote for? I yeah. I love Risa Sarah. Uh, I love Susan. What Zuby. better They're... two people vote for? Clearly Meltier. That's that's clearly what I'm saying in your, in your is... book. That's neither well. Let's see. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, a, a great. To, a, a, I, I like prominence, like much like DDM. I was never not particular. Like I was never not unentertained by prominence. I actually, I, I really enjoyed what prominence did. Prominence winning. Obviously, when we talked last week, the match I highlighted was was the uh, Oedo Tai Prominence match from um, Storm Dream Queendom outside of obviously Meltier in the main event, but. That's because I love I love watching them. I love Suzuki. Suzuki and Risa Sarah have belts in stardom. Um, um Suzuki is getting a world of stardom title title shot. Like I I'm over the moon right now. Prominence is in a very good position right now, and I think that Prominence could be uh, could have an even better year in 2023. And obviously, Cosmic Angels deserved number one. This was actually this election was rigged. <laughs> and um i think that we need to re we need to we need to recount the votes i think that it's actually a cosmic angels sweep 100 percent. all jokes aside i love cosmic angels i think that you know we're cosmic angels fans are in a little bit of a rough spot right now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i was gonna touch on this last week and i forgot to but uh we're in a rough position right now um yeah you're not uh the cosmic angels aren't doing too hot the, the eel is is all but out the door. And you got Club Venus hanging and over you. Club Venus, which, you know. And Waka may be out. And Meltier dropped the belts. And <laughs> also, Sam lost in a five-minute match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and it's not the Cosmic Angels time, all right? It's that's a, you know, fair. Maybe, maybe the voting came at the wrong time. Maybe This, is, this uh, is true. But I mean, yeah. as a whole, it's, it's, a rough, it's a rough time to be a Cosmic Angel fan. But absolutely deserve third place at the very least. I think they deserve first place. But all my own personal bias aside, I, I they're easily a top three fraction faction of the year. Always entertaining. Um, obviously, the addition of Natsupoi really, in in, in my eyes, it elevated Cosmic Angels to the stratosphere um, and beyond to the cosmos, if you will. That's again just, and, and outside of just my love for Natsupoi, which is the strongest love of anything ever there has ever been. Natsupoi is the greatest and the best, but that's not what I'm actually. I am here to talk about Natsupoi right now, and that is that. Outside of that, she really just fits in so well in Cosmic Angels, and you said it before on the podcast. It's amazing to me that it took that she wasn't just there from the start. The way that she fit in naturally, she is the Cosmic Angel, and her addition to the group has only made it better. And I hope to see that only continue to be the case in 2023 faction of the year DDM. Faction of the year DDM. joshi indies mvp so this is this was an interesting vote uh because when nominations came in it was a heavy favorite heavy favorite and the heavy favorite via nominations did not win and not only did they not win they, the winner got nearly 50% of the vote. So let's get into it. Sayori Anu comes in fourth place at 8%. 
I think if more people were watching Ice Ribbon, they'd appreciate her just a bit more um, as she really has helped them establish themselves, um, you know, as their ice uh, ice crossfit champion. But the, the, the top three, and I'm not going to say them in order, were Asuka, Asuka Veni, Mesa Ruga, and Suzu Suzuki. And the winner, and getting her second award of the five-star 2022 Joshi Awards is none other than Suzu Suzuki uh, with May Saruga coming in second place with 23% of the vote and Asuka, who was the heavy favorite via nominations, coming in third. So uh, things change when the vote got out there. Uh, but Suzu Suzuki gets her second award of the day. You know, it's funny because Suzu Suzuki didn't get nominated for Wrestler of the Year, which she very much could have and maybe should have. Um, but she's winning everything else, so I think that's okay. Uh, Joshi Indy's MVP. It's hard to it's hard to disagree because even outside of her stardom work, she delivered everywhere as i said earlier regina the wave champion catch the wave winner and easily easily the best part of that tournament this year um she appeared in sendai girls she was in jto and had that match with tomoka inaba she hit every and of course her prominence matches she was here there and everywhere and uh, i think showed up and delivered everywhere she went um, Mesa Ruga is an interesting one um, because she didn't travel as many places. She did wrestle uh, one or two matches at TJPW. She, of course, wrestled the one with Azumi in Stardom. And, of course, uh, she did her work in Gato Move and even came here to the U.S. a number of times as part of those AEW shows and some indie shows. So uh, big respect to her. And then Asuka closed the year by winning the Sendai Girls World Championship um, I will say it was a much more quiet year than usual for her, but 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 I will say getting to go through all this talent is very exciting. What the Joshi Indies have as their top stars right now, uh, but Suzuki again getting nearly fifty percent of the vote to walk away as the winner. Uh, I, I would ask you, you have any thoughts? But I mean, you could just give us like one more like praise for Suzu Suzuki because I mean it's Suzu you know um we just did I, <laughs> I mean actually actually I mean obviously I can praise Suzu Suzuki forever and but you actually I, the other two, obviously yeah um three sorry uh I don't have much to say on uh on all of them but I do have to say I'm really happy to see Oscar Benny uh on on this on this list I, I thought uh, Oscar was gonna win I really did I uh like I said, the favorite in the noms. Um, I actually, if I remember correctly, I think I or can't remember my nomination was, it might have been Suzu Suzuki. might have been Ibuki Hoshi. I don't remember. Um, it was one of those two. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout out Ibuki Hoshi, by the way. Absolutely tremendous. Had my personal uh, favorite ice ribbon match of the year uh, with Akarushita. But that's neither here nor there. Um Oscar's great. I love, uh, I love Oscar, and you know, it's it's nice to see that she's so beloved by by the fans. It's nice to see that she's getting the opportunities she's getting. Um, 
uh, uh, in the Joshi Indies, and um, I, I and, and I, I think she she's had like stuff from from Indies and, and like other promotions inter- yeah. internationally. So yeah, it, it makes me really happy. Alaska, and and obviously you know there's no denying the importance of having a wrestler like Asuka be in this like this and be as beloved as, as she is and and that that's it just makes me really happy uh I love I, think she, I think she'll be a favorite uh come the end of 2023 um and I think with her being champion right now I think she has a chance to uh get into more awards as she should but we'll wait and see on that one uh tjpw mvp uh we had three nominations we had miu yamashita miu watanabe and shoko nakajima as the three for tjpw no one else got enough uh nominations to get in mostly because they were down to two people that got most of the nominations and that's really how the vote turned out so shoko nakajima comes in a very 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 far off third place um and the difference of votes here were three. We had three votes deciding the winner of TJPW MVP. And by three votes, the winner is, drumroll please. Thank you. Miyu Yamashita walks away with yet another TJPW MVP award, despite not having the Princess of Princess Championship for all that long this year. She was, in many ways, their in-ring wrestler of the year by a sizable margin. She had the match with Mizuki to kick off the year. Of course, she lost the show go. Uh, she had that amazing match with Miyu Watanabe that was the TJPW match of the year, um, I think, for many. Uh, I believe TJPW even announced that won the award. So not too much of a shock that Yamashita gets it here, but the fact that Miyu Watanabe was that close three votes off of winning. I think she deserves a lot of credit for what she did this past year. Uh, you know, her name's popping up a lot on this awards and for good reason. So I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think actually to start with, with, with Shoko Nakajima, I think she had a, a good year. And when I watched of her, um, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I've been, I think she's had, she's had some really, really good, really entertaining matches. Um, say what you will about the results of um uh the tournament and all that i can't say i disliked the match between shoko and, and yuka i think i thought it was pretty it was it was uh, entertaining it was, one uh, I thought it, was, it was probably shoko's best match since the Mio one uh, absolutely um it, it was uh, a terrific match and uh, and her match uh, both the ones with with Mio and yuka were were really good rare super actually insanely insanely good matches um that's one thing i can't ever discredit tjpw for and that's that they can have that, 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 that their talent is 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 amazing um I know, and as for first place no surprise to me that Miyu Yamashita wins um she is far and away one of the best to uh, at one point for me uh last year was the best uh, women's wrestler on the planet um she 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 is just and not even just women she's easily one of the best wrestlers on the planet she she's just it, her talent in the ring is insane um, she was listed as one of, uh, Mercedes, uh, opponents that she wants to face, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting, uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, but I think that 
even though, like you said, she didn't hold the the Prince of the Princess title all that long. As was she, AZM, by the way. Oh yeah, AZM. <laughs> um, if it helps, I also said that when I got into startup for the first time. I also said AZM, so I do not blame her for saying that. Yeah. If you've never heard it, you don't know. <laughs> but uh, which we didn't actually talk about that. Which we that's uh, yeah. Well, you know what? After this TJPW MVP, we will toss that in. Really. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Mimi Mash is great. I love the Pink Striker, and I am so excited to see more of her this year. I always am. I think she's one of the best. Like I said, in the world. I'm hoping, praying to see more of her in uh aew also mm. um I, I think a lot of i i oh, i thought i i expected more from the thunder rosa miu matches um i thought uh, i wasn't just i don't think i don't think they were bad by any means i just i uh, just based on of the talent and performances I've, I've seen from both of them i expected more so i hope to see her wrestle in aw again um i wouldn't particularly complain about her having matches against say jamie Hayter for the world title i think that's something i would actually really love to see yeah um but and even outside of that i'm excited to see what she does um she is i forgot which champion she is, is it the eve champion she's like the, yeah. the garden of eve is that what it's called uh, i think it's just eve i don't know eve um eve, yeah yeah uh, she had a def- she had a defense i think i think it was Billy Stark's offense a few weeks ago. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, you go. Uh, Millie McKenzie. Millie McKenzie. Millie McKenzie. That's what it was. Yeah, I yeah. really I watched that. I thought that match was great. I very much enjoyed yeah. it, and I'm excited to see more <clears throat> like that from Miu. And obviously, Miu Watanabe. Yeah, I want to talk about her last, even though she was second place because she was she's number one in my heart. L O V E, love, power. I love Miu Watanabe so much. I mm, not gonna make this about my hatred of Tija right now. I'm making it about my love of <laughs> Watanabe. Wow. And that yeah. is that she had she really brought herself up this year from yep. from kind of just being there to being a a international and and native crowd favorite. And yep. for good reason. She she is just one of she's like she might be like the babiest of baby faces in wrestling right now or at least up there for me she is she's great and you know i'm happy to see her with with the title belt right now um i didn't watch her i uh, was it a trisha dora title defense yeah yeah um so i might have to watch that I, I haven't heard much about it i also but also just um you can listen to the second part of the five-star Joshi show uh, i guess i will have to when it comes <laughs> well so I, I guess i have to but um yeah um you know, I'm not going to get in, into again no. my my annoyance, but I'm really happy. Me Watanabe is great, and I think she deserves all of the flowers in the world. And I mm. hope to see her in number one next year, um, because she is amazing, and I really truly think she is deserving of of everything. Um, I think she is easily a a person that you not only want to keep your eye on, but it's someone that you're going to want to support cheer and yeah. and cheer on all right well i will say that mercedes monet did name aja kong minami toyota who is retired uh, 
Azumi and Miyu Yamashita as uh, people she wants to face in the future. Uh, I won't break that down too much because, you know, I saw some people trying to tell me she actually meant Mayu. Um, we're not, not, not playing. <laughs> don't play that game with me. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't want to hear that right now. Uh, but those are exciting prospects of what we could see out of her in the future. But I will say that Mercedes does need to know she needs to ask for a lot less money if she wants to be facing Aja Kong because Aja Kong doesn't wrestle anywhere that is going to pay Mercedes Monet a ton of money, except for maybe TJPW, but that would be weird. Um, If TJPW is paying for Mercedes, it's going to be against Yamashita. Anyways, let's get to the Stardom MVP award. This was six people made it due to ties in the nominations. Um, It was Shuri, Sai Kamatani, uh, Julia, Hazuki, Mayu Yutani, and Tam Nakano all getting nominated. Um, sadly, sadly, uh, Mayu Yutani got two votes. Very sad. Very, very sad. Not that I thought she should win, but you know, still still upset. She came in last. Tam Nakano came in second to last with five. Um, and Hazuki came in third to last. So the, the top three, as you'd kind of expect, were... In no order, Sayakamatani, Shuri, and Julia. Um, the second place vote was decided by one, meaning the third place winner is, this might shock some people, Sayakamatani finishing in third place for Stardom MVP, losing by one vote. And the winner of Stardom MVP is none other than Shuri. The Deserved. World of Stardom champion and Julia finishing in second. Julia, of course, will be a favorite for the new year. Uh, I'm not going to have us talk too much about this one because all of them come up again. Um, but I think that's a I think that's the correct top three voting wise. I think Absolutely. Shuri was always I I always thought Shuri should win um, just based off how she finished the year more than anything. Uh, well, Sai, I think the year did get quieter towards the end, and I think that's really why she ended up falling as far as she did. Recently, mm-hmm. bias does play a little bit of game, so Julia getting the respect she did also is not too shocking, but uh, it came down to one vote between those two, so it's not like it was uh, definitive or anything. But tag team of the year, this is the big one. This is the big one because we finished with a tie. <laughs> Third place is a tie between three teams. We had five nominations. The three teams that finished in third <laughs> were the Magical Sugar Rabbits, TJPW, Yuka Sakazaki, and Mizuki, Black Desire, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kids. So you That's know, a shock. That's, I, have a, that's, I have a problem. That is a shock. Everyone voted now. Yeah. Uh, that that's they a shock. came in third. And Team 200 Kilograms, Shahiro Hashimoto, and you of Sendai Girls, and many other promotions. So, of course, that brings us to first and second place, which was a tie, 35 votes each, between FWC and Meltier. They both finished with a tie, which means I have to decide who wins. Um... You know, I'm actually slightly shocked that FWC got this many votes only because of recency bias. I really did think they would fall further due to that, but they deserve to come in the top two. 
And since I'm the one breaking the vote, I will break the vote correctly, not because six stars on here, um, but I will be going with Meltier <sighs> as the tag team of the year. Let's go! Now, okay. to be fair, my tag team of the year was Black Desire. I want to point oh, that out. No, so, that's that's tr- uh, an absolutely dessert. Like I, 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 oh, Black Desire was great. But continue. I, I, I had a I had a top five tag team of the year. Like I in in not just Joshi but Stardom. I had a top five of the year, and yeah, yeah. I you you was you're, also on that list. Yeah, yeah, I was first. Um, I, I remember because you posted that list on your um, I forget what it's called yeah. on your Substack. Yeah, I, I had I, FWC and honorable mentions. I had Meltier, you know, but I really did think Meltier was going to win. Anyways, I would have picked Black Desire, but I do like FWC again getting that credit for what they did in the first half of the year, especially. Um, I thought Black Desire with their trios matches would deserve more respect. Um, but Meltier is hard to go against, of course. Mel- Meltier came onto the scene halfway through the year and I think changed a lot of what tag team wrestling in Stardom was all about. Their loss to Nanai Takahashi and you at Stardom Dream Queendom may have been the most heartbreaking loss of the year for many people. Um, but I will be giving the award to Meltier here despite the tie because they would have came in second for me. Um, and it's my show. So that's how this goes. <laughs> Meltier is the best. I talk about Meltier all the time. I was going to say, uh, I'm going to let you talk about Meltier and no one else right now. Because okay, that, perfect. That might, that might be long enough. Yeah. Um, like you said, Mel- Meltier um, was was absolutely, for like the minute, for like the minute it formed, it's like, oh, yeah, this, this team just clicks for me and for so many others. And, you know, there, there's people who have their issues with, um, Meltier Natsupoi, then Dan Nakano. Um, and again to them, I say cry, but <laughs> outside of that, I really, I love that tag team so much. They were just so, they're so special to me and to so many other people. And like I said, like I said last week, they have this ability outside of just their in-ring ability to make you feel, feel so much when watching a match, um, which is, you know, often made out to be the strength of, of Tam Nakano is the way that she, uh, she's able to make a person uh, like use emotion in a match. But I really think that Natsupoi brought so much to the table. I think that um, Meltier's also just like had one of the best years in terms of, I mean, I guess best, like it's their first year, right? But like in terms of tag teams, one of the best years in, uh, in, in Joshi tag teams, just in a popularity level, the way that yeah. they really connected again, not just with the native audience, but the international audience as well. And um, the you can't also you also cannot fault the presentation of Meltier. I absolutely adored it. I loved it. They felt like every time they came out, they felt like stars. They felt <laughs> stars. They felt special. Nice. They felt like <laughs> they felt like they 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 were of the upper echelon of not only tag teams, but performers uh, in stardom. And that is all due to the fact that Natsupoi and Tam are terrific together. Um, And that's not even bringing in their match quality yet. I loved, quite frankly, I loved so many of uh, their title defenses. I thought they had a really, really fun um, uh, 
tag tag league run and mm. the most recent and most heartbreaking of that title reign obviously they're the one in which they lost the belts to uh seven up was i think one of the best stardom tag matches of the the year um and it's it's you like love melts here i that's, do and i'm excited the, to see i'm excited to see where they go from here i want everyone to know that i was getting daggers stared through my heart while picking that even though i wasn't i was always going to pick them um as the winner i still got daggers through my heart um, deserving vote though even though black desire should have won but black desire is great program of the year was uh not a competition it was mina shirakawa's post-match promo following her wonder of stardom championship match there wasn't there wasn't any nominations to beat this this was it, every nomination was pretty much mina shirakawa's promo mina shirakawa's promo mina shirakawa's promo mine um, wasn't but well but you know it was it was to the point where i was like well i can't i can't put anything else no like, absolutely I, I, uh mina promo i think that's the promo that of course has sent her on the journey to becoming wonder of stardom champion so i think that alone has done a lot for her um we don't need to harp on this too long. It it wasn't it wasn't a competition. Yeah, Mina was uh, great. Mina's, Mina's promo was great. Yeah, feud of the year four rankings included: Sherry versus Saki Kashima, Black Desire versus FWC, Tam Nakano versus Natsupoi, and Julia versus Suzu Suzuki slash Prominence. Uh, I will tell you, everyone, that fourth place was Black Desire versus FWC. Black Desire getting disrespected yet again. I will I will remember this, everybody. Um, Shuri versus Saki Kashima came in third place. <laughs> the fact that they have more than one nomination absolutely rattled my cage. I was like, really? But deserved. Um, and in first place, winning by two votes, was Julia. Versus Suzu Suzuki slash Prominence with Tam Nakano versus Natsupoi coming in second. I think where this, I think where I favor Julia versus Suzu is that it was a year long thing, not a thing we just decided upon uh, halfway through the year that Tam and Natsupoi hate each other again and we were going to have a cage match and then another match and then Natsupoi was going to turn on Julia. I, I think that's where my limits were. Uh, but I thought also Julia versus Suzu was phenomenal all year long. It, it, it led to maybe the most anticipated match of the year for stardom overall, which was that Julia Suzu singles match. Um, and yeah, it, it, it continues on this year. So we win. We ultimately yeah, we win. All of this, yeah, all of this continues on. Yeah, we do. Um, thoughts on Julia and Suzu winning and not Tan Nakano versus Natsupoi. Okay. Because, we, we all, yeah. We, have we all know what my vote was. Like, like <laughs> I'm not gonna hide it. Um, it was not to point Tam Nakano, but I can't sit here and deny that Suzu Suzuki and Julia don't deserve the the position of of first. It was, it was some of the most. It was if it was some of the most compelling, if not <clears throat> the most compelling at times, thing in stardom to be yeah. storyline wise to be yeah. watching, and um, it yeah. gave me my favorite five-star match it is it obviously like i said one half of the ticket to being booker of the year for rossi was suzu suzuki and julia uh inevitable uh, rematch for the world of stardom title and here we are getting it 
Um, yeah. And and I I really you know from the beginning it was always really enjoyable to watch from from the moment that you know and like the moment prominence and Suzuki attacked Julia and and from the mo all of the very like all of the chemistry between the two it was always great to watch whether it be in ring mm -hmm. or um uh, in uh, out of the ring it was just always a spec a spectacle um right. and it was the um, best work of the like stardom versus the world stuff that we that we'd seen was that everything to do with julian suzuki so yeah deserved storyline of the year was next up some people asked me what was the difference i explained them the difference and then they understood uh but four dominations included unagi sayaka's guy in period the freelance run uh, which definitely has been a storyline and continues into this year. Uh, Tim Nakano and Natsupoi from Enemies to Teammates, Julia's Road to the World of Stardom Championship, and Miyu Watanabe's Rise through the Princess Cup. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do a big drum roll here. Uh, Unagi's P Guy and Period came in fourth out of them all, but he got a good amount of votes. Um, Tim Nakano and Natsupoi come in third. Enemies to Teammates. <laughs> Um, first place definitively was Julia's Road to the World of Stardom Championship. I didn't think that yeah, was a storyline better as someone that has written about it, that someone has <laughs> talked about it all year long. Uh, Miwa Patani's Rise to the Princess Cup was fantastic, but no offense, that was a like few day period thing. That wasn't a storyline in my eyes that pretty much changed the trajectory of stardom all year long uh julia's road to the world stardom championship you could even say has been longer than just this year but this oh, absolutely the story of the year um well, how many awards do we have left we have four awards left uh do you agree i know with tam and not simply getting disrespected but do you agree with that being number one absolutely um I, I didn't I didn't vote for it initially just because you know Tam Tam Poi, but but that but especially winning at at Dream at Dream Queendom hundred percent hundred percent that locked it up that locked it up once she got the uh, final the final chapter of the story but uh, let's get to it best Joshi indie promotion of the year this was an award that I forgot to add in initially so this has hundred votes instead of the full capacity of votes but I think that still helps us decide what. Uh, what wins and what nots, and we have some surprising votes here. I was not expecting this. So the six nominations were Pro Wrestling Wave, Marvelous, Seedling, Gato Move, Ice Ribbon, and Sendai Girls. Um, let's see. Let's see. Seedling and Marvelous uh, came in last. They tied. Um, they got votes, though, so respect. Uh, Pro Wrestling Wave came in fourth. Ice Ribbon finishes in third. Number one, which again, I don't, I, I'm stunned. Uh, Gato Move wins the award for best Joshi Indie promotion of the year. I will add, they run by far the most shows out of all of them, which if we include uh, Choco Pro shows, and I know many people that do watch all of those are big, big, big fans of the product. I was a big fan of the Gata Move shows when they, you know, returned to the ring. Um, I think those were really good. Mesa star. Um, and, of course, uh, Sendai Girls, which was my pick, came in second place. So, uh some big shocks there. I think Ice Ribbon um, 
are the favorites heading into this year, truthfully, based off of how they closed out last year. I did think that they were hurt a lot by the many bumps and bruises, which is why they came in third. And then, you know, got to move coming first. I can't say too much about it. I I was a little I was stunned when I saw this. But what Emmy Sakura has put together there is very special. And I uh I applaud her and her team of what they've been able to do that they've connected to this many people that they earned the win here for Joshi in the promotion of the year award. Um, yeah, uh, I don't uh, watch as much um, Joshi Indies as I'd, I'd like to, but I, I can't it's say hard I'm, to I'm, find to be fair. <laughs> yeah, this is also true, but um, I can't say I'm disappointed from what I've seen from, from gotcha move. I, I, I very much liked it. And I see why people would vote. Um, Vote at number one. My um, uh, Sendai girl, uh, Sendai girls is great, great shout. I am I also very much deserving. Again, didn't see as I uh, didn't see as much as I wanted to, but my pick. Um, great pick. Um, but I think that they they've done a good job. And again, like I said, I've liked everything I've seen of them. And Ice Ribbon is the, the one I've seen the most of. Um, for everyone who. Uh, I saw Parker tweeted this. It is like everyone who likes like Julia and Suzuki and, and Sherry. Uh, may I consider? May you consider subscribing to uh, Club Ice Ribbon on YouTube, uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But outside even that, I think uh, I, I love Ice Ribbon, and I'm glad to see that they're on. Uh, that they got top three, and I agree that they are probably the the hottest of these promotion of the listed promotions going into 2023. Yeah. Promotion of the year. <laughs> it was a two way <laughs> vote, by the way. Uh, starting TJPW were the only nominations, so we left it down to a two, uh, a two, a two way race. Um, and ultimately, it was a one way race, as with 87.5% of the vote, Stardom walks away with promotion of the year. Not all that shocking. Uh, I'm, not not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and act shocked, I'm not gonna sit here and get into why it was different. You can figure it out. If you listen to the show every week, you know how I feel. If you follow Six Star on Twitter, you know how. It, and you already said at the beginning of the show, TJPW is your enemy. So I don't even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna get into that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not trying to upset any Teach fans. You do no, you, but Stardom, Stardom that. had a Stardom had a great year, and they're going, they're looking to have an even better year in 2023. And I can't wait to see them win this again in a year. So long as you know Rossi doesn't do anything absolutely shambolic, yeah, they'd have to it, like do something really bad for them yeah. not to win. Truthfully, but uh, you got Susan Julia, so you know Booker of the Year. Uh, yeah, can't complain. Coach yeah. <laughs> of the Year, Stardom winning the Five Star 2022 Joshi Award. Wrestler of the Year was a three-way race. It was between Miyu Yamashita of TJPW. Shuri of Stardom and Saya Kamatani of Stardom. Um, and Miyu Yamashita came in third, so deserved. You know, I think her placement there. I, I, I would have had Suzuki in this conversation, truthfully. I think she deserved to at least be part of the conversation. But with 58% of the vote, Shuri walks away with Wrestler of the Year, also won Stardom MVP. Uh, Stardom MVP was actually at one point Shuri was losing by a heavy amount while winning Wrestler of the Year, which I was very confused by. Um, 
but she does walk away with wrestler of the year. Saya Kawatani comes in in a healthy second place um, after a great year. For me, two years in a row, sure he was indeed the wrestler of the year. Um, the five-star match, as in the in my book, the five-star match against Julia was the cherry on top of what was a fantastic world of stardom run. Uh, the only reason I think... Uh, the only reason I think this was close at all this year is because Saya was doing some incredible things. But again, that second half, it was really after the five-star Grand Prix or even during the five-star Grand Prix where you felt the shift, I think, because mm-hmm. I thought Saya's five-star was not as strong as Shuri's. Absolutely. And Shuri closed out the year with great title defenses against Micah, Utami, and Julia. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think... 100% deserved uh, Shuri. Like you said, uh, two years in a row was probably the, the stardom uh, MVP, uh, was, was the wrestler of the year in Joshi, not just in stardom. Uh, Shuri is a, was terrific this year. And I was, I was team Saya um, most of the year. Um, I, I, I agree that she had a much weaker uh, five-star and that's probably when it started becoming a little bit more even for me i think i still voted saya kamatani when i when i when i did mine but um that that's just be i also just really like saya but i think it's, again especially after the the dream queen to match it's impossible to deny yeah. sure like i like both those for uh both both perfor- um both of them had a, a terrific uh performance uh speaking of shuri and julia in that match but i like like i um highlighted last week shuri's performance was one of my favorite performances exactly. i've ever seen for for, right. for a title defense especially for a title loss and um shuri is looking to continue having uh, a great year hopefully in 2023 i'm, I'm very excited for this uh, upcoming show right. and what it's going to uh what it's going to imply for for Shuri moving forward and, and, and her matchup and, and her ah, whatever. She, she has an outside chance, I think, at trying to repeat with Julia being the heavy, heavy favorite for wrestler of the year, I'm sure, Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. Um, but if anyone can do it, it will be Shuri. Um, and let's get to it. The match of the year, the final award of the Joshi Awards. The four matches nominated were as follows. Shuri versus Julia at Stardom Dream Queendom. That was a late entry, by the way, because I did nominations and I said, if there's a match that I definitively believe should be on this list, I am putting it myself. Guess what, guys? I put it myself. Uh, <laughs> Miyu Yamashita versus Miyu Watanabe from the Tokyo Princess Cup. A fantastic match, of course, there. Julia versus Tim Nakano from the Five Star Grand Prix Finals. That was nominated heavily. Um, and then Starlight Kid versus Azumi from Cinderella Journey. Well, I can tell everyone that Julia versus Tam Nakano from the five star Grand Prix final came in last, with uh, so they finished in fourth place. So sorry, Tam. Um, and I can tell everyone that second place ended up being a tie, which means first place was. Of course, Shulia versus sure, Shulia, Jesus, <laughs> fits Shuri versus Julia from Stardom Dream Queendom with sixty four point three percent of the vote. It wasn't even close. Match of the year got 
ended, got closed up with days to go in 2022. Uh, Miyu Yamashita and Miyu Watanabe and then Starlight Kid and Azumi tie for second place. And you know what? That's a nice little comfy spot for them. I'll leave them I'll leave them tied for second. We don't have to pick favorites here. Uh, yeah. But Shuri versus Julia. The, I, I said this on here. I've said this in my review writing. I've never seen a match before where I knew it was my match of the year before it was over. Um, now maybe I've now seen that twice. Uh, we'll, same week. We'll, we'll wait. Week. We'll wait and see because you know the year's long, and it's been five days into this year, and you just never know what everyone can uh, think up. But on the emotional level, on the standard that Shuri and Julia wrestle, uh, I don't think there was ever a question as to who would win this one once it was over. Um, so I think this is the correct choice. I I agree. I don't have a lot to say on. Uh, on these, I think all of the matches were great. I think um, we you, you we talked about it a lot last week. So I like... I do I do have one question, and I because I, I, I thought of it after we'd finished yeah. talking last week because I I thought about what you said, and last week is the same thing of like you've you'd never seen a match where you knew it was your match of the year before it was over. When was the point for you that you realized that it was your match of the year? Because uh, I, I had the same thing with mine. Like I realized yeah. it was mine before it was over. When Julie hit the Tiger Lily of Hanukkah. Uh, exactly. Uh, when it happened, I was like, "All right, wrap it up. It's over." Like, obviously, Julia needed to win to like confirm my thoughts. But I think at that point, I was like, "Well, Julia's winning this. This is perfect. This is perfection." Uh, yeah, that was the point that I was like, "Yeah, this is it." Exact same spot for me. Um, and I, I, I would, you know, if anyone wants to hear our thoughts, they can listen to last week's or the As review of Stardom Dream Queendom because we yeah. talked a lot about it. But yeah. yeah, love that match. Special match. Yeah. 100% match of the year. Like, yeah. a, a, across anything. Match of the year. Yeah. And those are the awards for this year. Very exciting. The first ever five-star Joshi Awards. We will uh, continue those on to next year. But let's get into our final thing of the day here on the free episode. The free part of the episode, I should say. Um, Joshi predictions of the year. I don't make a lot of them, but I made some last year. Coming back to see if I was right or wrong, uh, which is always fun. Um, so let's start. Other promotions, I said Mio Momono would beat Takumi Roja for the AAAW Championship. That did not happen. Uh, did not even come close to happening. I didn't even get the match between them. So tough there. Uh, but wait, it gets more upsetting. I said Maki Ito would win the Princess of Princess Championship. That didn't even come close. She didn't even have a match for the Princess of Princess Championship. So sadness again. I said it would be a big year for Hameka. I nailed that one. She had not only a Wonder of Stardom title match, but a World of Stardom title match. I thought she showcased herself very well in both of those. Um, I said Mayu Yutani would win a title, which, again, I was right. I said that she would win a title. She won the SWA title, not the title I'm sure I expected at the time, but a title nonetheless. And I definitely didn't think the IWGP Women's title would be in existence at that time, so... Uh, can't be too upset. I said Donna Del Mondo would split. I think I'm technically right. I'm going to give myself credit on that one. Shuri left. Mariah left. Natsupoy left. They were originally at eight, I think, when I made that prediction. So I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, I said Hazuki would be the non-top champion MVP. So she, you know, she she wouldn't hold either the Wonder or World all year long. 
I came close. I think I came close. Um, Julia, thankfully, gets disqualified by winning the title at the end of the year. Um, but Hazuki had a great had a great year. Yeah, she, like, uh, she was uh, nominated. Was she like she was in the nominations? Was she yeah. not? And like and yeah, MVP. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, her, 100%. Cam and Mayu, I believe, were all the ones not. So I th- yeah, I think I did pretty good with that one. I think yeah. uh, I think I uh, I could say I won. Oh, this one's tough. I said Starlight Kid would win the Cinderella tournament. She was eliminated in the first round by Natsuki, uh, <laughs> which I'm still shocked by. Um, not because of Natsuki, but because I really did think Starlight Kid was going further than round one. And of course, the easiest one, but uh, it came down to the buzzer. I said Julia would win the World of Stardom Championship, which I think everyone probably said, but. You know, we yeah. So, so let's get into it. The 2023 predictions of the year. I'm gonna see six stars reactions as I drop these. I'm I, I, I'm going to keep it just to star and TJPW because trying to predict outside of that is a little bit. Di- ah, you know what? I'll give one. I will say that Ibuki Hoshi will win the Ice Cross Infinity Championship and Ice Ribbon. I think that is the way to go with Sayori Anu having a great run. She beat Asahi. Once she beat Asahi, it kind of felt like it's a Hoshi or no one else now, um, though I did want Asahi to win. Uh, so there's my first one. That's that, great. That'll Tremendous. Be, that'll be one, a one very, Indies one. I had a very big smile and physical reaction hearing that yeah. one. Again, to those, no one can really see. But yeah, great prediction. We'll go to TJPW. I will predict that Miriam Ashta and Maki Ito will win the Max Hart Tag Team Tournament. I'll also predict that Mizuki will defeat Yuka Sakazaki for the Princess of Princess Championship. I'm not going to say when. I'm just going to say that, just in case. Um, I do think that is the way to go there. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll have fun. I'll try to predict the Tokyo Princess Cup, which is at times very unpredictable in a lot of ways. And I will say... Hmm. I'll say that Miyu Watanabe gets it done this year. I, I will say that she wins the Tokyo Princess Cup, setting up a match at uh, what is their big show? What is their big show? Not Grand Princess. Wrestle Princess uh, 4. It'll be uh, maybe a match of Mizuki and Miyu Watanabe, something not with the pillars. Pretty much my prediction is they will go a little bit away from the pillars for once in their life. Uh, this year so i expect all of these to be wrong um, i expect every single one to be wrong i should have just picked me yamasha for all of them and uh yeah so there's the tjpw predictions of the year i i very much expect to be terribly wrong um if, for what it counts i think if those predictions were correct it would be great i think they're all yeah those are all things that would make tjpw so better. much more watchable and so much I al- better i almost said I almost even went as far as saying AW wrestler would hold the TJPW title, but I didn't want to go too too far. That's a little dangerous. It's a little dangerous. But a little bit. Stardom predictions this year. Um, I I dropped one on Twitter. I said there will be two new Wonder of Stardom champions within this calendar year. Hundred percent, I, I agree. I rather than picking them, I will also add that Mina Shirakawa will win the Wonder of Stardom championship. I think that's a lock. Um, I'll continue by saying I believe that 
I was gonna pick. I was trying to pick my. F- mm. Who do I want? I think Marai will win the five star Grand Prix in her second Ooh. year in stardom to go on to face Julia, presumably, maybe for the wonder uh, for the world to start championship. That one I'm not 100% confident on, but we, we, we got to drop bombs here. I said Starlight Kid would win the Cinderella, and I absolutely was wrong. Cinderella this year, I think Natsu Poi pulls it out and wins the Cinderella tournament. Um, she's she feels like the shoe in for it if Mia Shirakawa doesn't do it, uh, doesn't have a challenge before then. I think that's the big if. Um, if Mina doesn't have a challenge before the Cinderella tournament, this is all null and void. You can just act like I didn't say it. I think that's fair. Um, for what uh, it's worth, tremendous, tremendous <laughs> prediction. I, I, you know, it's funny because obviously you're on here, so it makes it even funnier. But uh, I, that was my, that was like, I feel like it's so open this year that you don't really know who's going to win. Um, I'm writing these down because I just remembered I need to write these down. Um, I don't, I think it's wide open and I feel like Natsupoi feels like a, a perfect choice to win. Even if she doesn't win the title initially off that, it's another movement up the card for her um, before she ultimately does. Um, I will say that Mercedes Monet will win the IWGP Women's Championship. And I will go one step further. We will see Mercedes Monet versus Mayu Iwatani this year. I will also, so those are my double Mercedes predictions, which means I get to effectively retire immediately, uh, which is great. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I said that last year because I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Now we're actually might get it. I'm like, oh, all right, sweet. Uh, my one dream match. Um, what else? I need to remember all these. I need to write them down after the fact. But if I, you hear me typing this whole time, you guys may say that's bad audio. So I don't want to do that to any longer. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I will say that the God's Eye trio of Shuri, Ami Saray, and Mirai will win the Artists of Stardom Championships this year. And what else does Stardom have? Oh, I'll do my non um, non top title MVP of the year. I think that's always a fun one. And I will say that will be again Natsupoi. I think Natsupoi wins the non top title MVP, so she won't win the Wonder or World this year, but she's going to have an incredibly strong year that I think brings her into the conversation next year. Um, Though, if she wanted to beat me in Shirakawa and make my thing wrong, that would be great. I'd be very happy with that. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I think if, if and I, I give a backup here just in case that she wins the title, my other chip, my other pick will be Starlight Kid. So pretty much my top two options for the Wonder of Stardom Championship, if one of them win the title, one, yay, let's go. But two... I think they'll have uh, incredible years with without the titles. I almost said Suzuki, but I didn't go that I didn't go that far yet. Though she should have yeah. an incredible year. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, actually, you know, my I, I I hinted at it last week. My actual dream route for the yeah white belt, just based on not that I particularly want Mina Shirakawa to win it, but that's that all. That's where all all roads are headed as of right now. Um, I'm just saying, for me, it was. Natsupoi wins the Cinderella, challenges 
Mina gets back that five-star uh, loss, gets the win over Mina Shirakawa. It's the white belt, and I um, die happy. But um, and Mercedes Mayuwatani is the match. Is, is the match. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm so torn because I want it to happen so badly, but every time you're like, oh well, you want me to retire? I'm like, no, no. It, it's like, yeah, un- unstoppable. F- Force means an immovable object. But yeah, they're going to be, I think, probably the easily one of the greatest matches of all time when it does happen. 100%. So yeah, love your predictions. Oh, and, will, and God's eye. Yes, God's eye. That was just a toss in. Um, maybe I go bold and I will say Mercedes Monet also will have two, more than two, not more than two, more than one, more than one. We'll say more than one match and start them proper this year. Um, I know it's kind of a big wonder if she'll do any more than. The rumored one, but I think she'll have at least more than one in the stardom brand. Uh, but that's it. That is the show. Six Star, thank you for so much for coming on. This was a long one. Um, My apologies. Will, My apologies. Not your fault. And I will go into uh, TJPW and Ice Ribbon very quick on the Patreon version of the show. But uh, hit us with your plugs. What? Where uh, sh- can everyone see you, hear you, find you? All that good stuff. Well, you can f- find me on Twitter at six stardom. So the number six and then stardom. That's the name is six star. It's actually not where it came from, but I much prefer the six. There goes my phone again. The six stardom tag over uh, my old one, but that's not the point. At six stardom on Twitter. Um, this is really my second ever podcast appearance by not by a long shot. My last one. Um wink wink nudge nudge you can i'll put it this way you can find me well you can find me every wednesday starting january 11th or most wednesdays on the all elite cast uh, hosted by scott edwards and co-hosted by myself six stardom on the five star network and you can find me realistically on future five star uh, Joshi show appearances. I love my, uh, I love doing it. And so I am hundred percent want to come back, but yeah, I'm really excited that, um, to announce on this podcast that we are going to be doing a podcast together every Wednesday, uh, on all after dynamite. So yeah. Yeah. Bobby Khan has, has no idea what's coming to him. Oh, he has no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, yes, very exciting. I'm very happy to, uh, jump in with six star talking about all elite wrestling each and every week. Um, course that'll be part of the brand new five-star network that everyone should uh be checking out which by hopefully by the time this this podcast is out my announcement's out but we'll wait and see because we're still working on one thing but that's besides the point uh but yeah this is it um if you are listening here on the patreon stay around i'm gonna jump into tjpw's opening show of the year as well as ice ribbon so get into it all right see you folks Goodbye. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.